We rejoice in the Holy Spirit that our names are written in heaven. I hope you always remember that. Your name is written in heaven and you belong to God and God loves you and believes in you and your happiness will be in pleasing the one who loves you. Our hearts are restless till they rest in God. But to do that, we must become childlike, not childish. Childlike. And that's been the message for the first three days of this month of October dedicated to Our Lady and her rosary. We started the month celebrating the Feast of St. Therese of the Child Jesus and the Holy Face. And the message was spiritual childhood, doing little things with great love, total abandonment to God, even though we recognize we are little nothings, little children. When God, Jesus Christ, talks about becoming as a child that he pulls in his mist, which we heard in the gospel yesterday on the Feast of the Guardian Angels, but who's the greatest. Jesus, when he says become as a child, in Greek, the word means infant. It's not like a seven-year-old or an eight-year-old or a 10-year-old. It's an infant. And an infant relies on the parents. We have a heavenly father, God. He became our father in our baptism. We, we pray that the whole world get baptized. And, and let me share that. That's one of the things on my heart. I, I go through airports now and I'll see pregnant women. I rejoice. And first thing I say to them, I say, congratulations affirming them and their choice for life. That's a good way to support life. Congratulations, mom. And then I say, be sure to have the baby baptized. <laughs> but then when I see some moms with a number of children, I'll go up to them and I'll say, are, the, are they baptized? And sadly, I'm finding sometimes two out of three times they're not. We need to encourage people to get their children baptized, to be free from the enemy and become a child of God. Baptism is where our supernatural life begins. And so you can be missionaries just encouraging people to get their children baptized. With the Trinitarian formula, with water, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, we have to have the right matter and the form and the intention to do what the church teaches. And, and if there's an emergency baptism, if, some, if a child might be dying or uh, it could be right after birth, uh, even a non-Catholic can do an emergency baptism. Most people don't know that as long as they have the intent to do what the church does. And so they say, I don't know much about the Catholic church. Let's say they're a Jewish person. I don't know what the Catholic Church means in the fullness of baptism, but I want this child to be a member of the Catholic Church because I know the parents want that. And, you know, I intend to do what the church does and use water. And I baptize you, child, with a saint's name in the name of the Father and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. OK, that it's good. This is getting recorded because it's so necessary. So necessary. Every soul is important. And so we're to become as infants. Now, we live in a world where, you know, the world says the complete opposite. You know, take control of your life. Be somebody. The world's hymn is, I'm number one. 
That's not reality. God is number one. God is number one. The order of joy is Jesus, others, you. <laughs> Let's be joyful, children. Jesus first, others second, you third. You'll be happy. And so we need to become as children. And Jesus says, said in the gospel yesterday that one who receives such a child receives me. You see, if you want to receive Jesus, you have to receive a child. Be that little. Children are just natural, you know. They're, they play, they're kind of in the moment. You know, God's in the present moment. So I'm going to talk to you a little bit about spiritual childhood because you also heard in today's gospel that those things that are hidden from the wise and the learned have been revealed to the childlike. So three days in a row, we've heard about being childlike. Spiritual childhood is a tremendous spirituality, a powerful spirituality. Why? Because when we accept our nothingness and our weakness, Guess who comes to our aid? We're told in sacred scripture, the Holy Spirit will help you in your weakness, right? If you have the Holy Spirit, you're more powerful than anyone in this world. He who is in you is greater than he who is in this world. In fact, in each of the saints' lives, the Holy Spirit has been manifested, but if you put all the saints together, it's just a shadow of what the Holy Spirit can do. You see, and Our Lady knew that. And so Our Lady, the spouse of the Holy Spirit, being so docile to the Holy Spirit, so attentive to the Holy Spirit, that's why she's the greatest of all saints. And full of grace, perfectly did and does the will of God and is our mother who will help us become as children. Because as children of Mary, you know, children need to know their mother as well. Jesus gave Mary to us as our mother from the cross, right? He, he gave such great gifts on the cross. All of himself, he established the Eucharist and he gave us our lady as our mother. We need to know our Heavenly Father and our spiritual mother, Mary, and to become as children so that then we can rejoice in the Holy Spirit and we will really understand the loving, tender, you know the saying, tender, loving, care, TLC. A lot of people use that. But really, do you know God, your father, as a tender, loving, caring father? I think that's one of the biggest problems in the world. I think that's why everybody wants to, I don't want to say everybody, those who are very misguided, who want to destroy the past and tear down statues and do all kinds of things. They have such father wounds. They've been hurt and we have to pray for them. The father wound is the biggest wound in the world right now. And that's because people don't really know God, the Heavenly Father. They, they think God's just the big policeman in the sky waiting to punish. Maybe that's their experience of their father or how they think a father is because they didn't have a father at home. But God is the father of life and love and goodness and wisdom and care and providence, tender, loving care. Oh, how beautiful the world would be if everybody had a lot of TLC, huh? I mean, when you think about it, what's one of the main things that attracts people to Jesus, who is God, who shows us the Father? Jesus came to make the Father visible. When you see Jesus, you see the Father. We heard that in the gospel, right? What, what, what attracts you to Jesus? Of course, he gives you the grace through Mary to kind of be attracted to him. But what really attracts you to him? What attracted the tax collectors and the sinners to Jesus? His tender, loving care, his mercy, right? His openness. He came to us as a little baby. Who wouldn't want to approach a little baby?
with his arms open. You know, and we need to learn from that. We need to become as children. And yes, we're sent out as sheep among wolves. I get it. But you have the Holy Spirit. You have the relationship with the Father. The essential identity of Jesus from all eternity as the eternal word, as the son of God, is being the son of the Father, the eternal son of the Father. God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he was born of the Virgin Mary and became man. And it goes on in our profession of faith. We went into that yesterday evening. It's good to continue it. Jesus' love of the Father is his core identity, pleasing his Father. Because we're baptized in Jesus, that should be our core identity. I hope every morning you wake up and you say, good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning, Blessed Mother. Try it. It'll change your life. Children are pretty simple, you know, pretty direct in a loving way, just free. So here's some things I want to teach you from Mary, your spiritual mother, and please get consecrated to her if you're not. And it could be as simple as just saying, Mary, be my mother. Start there, and then you can go 33 days of preparation for total consecration, according to St. Louis Marie de Montfort. Or you can use St. Maximilian Colby's approach. But just start with, Mary, be my mother. God gave you to me. Please be my mother. Mary loves us so much. If we only knew our mother's love, we would probably spend day after day for a while, just crying with tears of joy. If you knew how much she loved you. How she has you in her heart. You know how a mother wants to give their child everything they have and would give them even more if they could? Mary wants to give us everything she has. And she's the great lady in Hebrew, the Gebirah. The great lady, the queen mother. She's the omnipotent intercessor with God. Wow. That's our mother. And she wants to penetrate your heart with her maternal love. She wants us to become little children because it's only to little children to whom the depths of the plans of God are revealed, who God is and his plan. We need to learn to see Mary at every moment as our mother and principally as our mother. Remember, she's queen of heaven and earth in our hearts. It's good to have a mother who's the queen of heaven and earth. She loves you more than you can imagine. She can help you in every one of your needs and difficulties. I don't know if you have any needs and difficulties. I know I do. I can share with you, I used to try it on my own. I grew up in Detroit. I mean, to be called a mama's boy was an insult when I grew up. But I can proudly say, or in, in, in a good sense of a a loving way. I'm now a mama's boy. I'm a mama's boy. <laughs> and I'm happy to be a mama's boy. <laughs> because the street fighter, well, he can get along for about two minutes in this world. But there's always someone bigger and badder. I'm just a mama's boy. What should I do, mom? Help me, mom. Give me grace. I have needs, difficulties. Learning to be as a child. So children are generally, okay, now, many of you will smile. 
children are silent. Okay, moms, I see. Well, are they really silent? Well, really when they're listening, when they're paying attention, they're silent. We learn from Mary. I told you the three key words, listen, ponder, treasure. We need to learn to be silent. There's so much noise in our life. That's why we can't hear God. And that's why we're disturbed. That's why Mary's an answer to our times because she teaches us interior silence. Silence will lead to prayer, will lead to faith, will lead to love, will lead to service, will lead to peace. That's a quote by Mother Teresa of Calcutta. It all begins with silence. Children should be silent. They should pray. And they should love. I want to share with you these five aspects of spiritual childhood. Although I've been working more and more on conferences on spiritual childhood because I really am convinced now the biggest wound in the world is the father wound and people need to know the truth father if they really knew the true father everything would be okay and the only way to know the father is to know jesus the son and the way to know jesus is through mary the mother you understand mary helps you understand the sacred humanity of jesus his sacred humanity united with his divinity will bring you to the father and then the father and jesus give you the holy spirit and then they bring you back to the eucharist but you have this relationship, the living relationship with Mary, the mother of God, a human person who was chosen from all eternity to be the mother of God. Here's these five aspects. One, humility. Now, we could go through many, many conferences and retreats just on the subject of humility as the foundation for all the virtues St. Benedict has the 12 steps to humility. Mother Teresa Calcutta has 15 steps to humility. The Bible talks about humility, humility. In the end, it's imitation of Christ. He empties himself, even though he's God, he empties himself and takes the form of a slave being born in the likeness of men. And he even so humbly goes to the cross, obedient to the Father, even though he's God. Humility and poverty go together. Poverty is basically to accept your nothingness. Of myself, I am nothing. I can do nothing. I have nothing of myself. But with God, I have everything. With God, all things are possible. Jesus says, you can do nothing without me. But at the same time, all things are possible with God. You understand there's this balance we have to learn. When I studied in Rome, the head of the spirituality department at the Angelicum, which was known as a, a, a great position that had a great tradition of, of, of wonderful uh, masters of the spiritual life as uh, Guru Lagrange that John Paul II went to the Angelicum to study under. Um, Jordan Allman. I went to the, to the director and he said, all spirituality comes down to this. Basically, do your best and have God do the rest. I wasn't humble enough to accept that because you know, part of me thought I could come up with that. I mean, what does that mean? But he said, no, it's really important because if you do your best, it, it, it seems as if there's no room for God to do the rest, right? But then what are you supposed to do? Do nothing and have God do it all? No, God wants us to cooperate, just like he had Mary cooperate in this plan, right? Do your best, have God do the rest. You also know, let go and let God, right? God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference, right? Humility, poverty. Possess our nothingness. All the saints come to the point of possessing their nothingness. Little Therese of the child Jesus, you know, she, was, she, she saw herself as a little child at the bottom of the stairway that needed her parents to, to reach down and pick her up. An elevator that would lift her up. 
You read St. Faustina's diary. Every saint comes to embrace their, their misery, which means they see their nothingness as they get closer to God. Don't be afraid of your nothingness. Jesus was born in a cave, no room at the end, to show us the importance of being able to glorify God when you're, when you're powerless, even though he's God. You understand? Don't be afraid of powerlessness. It's when you're weak, you're strong, St. Paul says, because you're relying on Christ. Okay, so there's this relationship. Without Christ, I can do nothing, but all things are possible with God. So when I'm weak, I'm strong because I have the Holy Spirit. It says the Holy Spirit will help me in my weakness. That's what scripture says. It says the Holy Spirit will help me pray with longings too deep for me to even understand. The Holy Spirit will help me have the relationship with God the Father so I can say Abba Father and I can say Jesus is Lord. When you accept your poverty and your nothingness and you stay humble and the word humble re relates to, to dirt, to earthliness, humus in, in, in Latin is, is earth, right? Our, we were created out of, out of the clay to remind us of, of, of our creation. But we have a relationship with God through the sacraments and we know his will through his word. But now to accept the poverty of your own ideas. I'm sure you have many good ideas, but let's be humble. Do any of you know what a person in the middle of China is doing right at this moment? Any of you? For those watching, I'm, I don't see anybody raising their hand. I don't know what anybody in the middle of China is doing right now either. But God does. God knows what everybody on this planet is doing, even what they're thinking. He knows his plan for you and for them. I'd rather have God's ideas. But his ways are not my ways. His thoughts are not my thoughts. But I can learn them if I become as a child. You understand? So I could go on and on and on about humility, but actually the truth is I find the more that I talk about it, the less humble I become. <laughs> they say the beginning of, of true knowledge is when you can, can actually say, I don't know very much. So... Bottom line is, uh, let's not be afraid to be emptied because as St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta said, when God, God empties you and, and she says, it might even feel like you're being cut up into 20,000 pieces and you should say every piece belongs to you, Lord. But God can only fill what is empty. So empty of our own ideas and our opinions and our judgments and our attachments to ourselves. We're not the center of the universe. God is, okay? That's a good place to start. Let's imitate Jesus who embraced poverty even though he's God. Emptiness draws the love of God down. And so we could even pray I'm your smallest child. I know my poverty and I thank you. Now, pray to pray, pray to even believe that. We were at the friary. I can show the brothers all look up now. But a discussion arose about how some people might say, well, you can't beat me in humility. <laughs> We're funny little creatures. The second point, so first is humility or poverty. Second is simplicity, simplicity, simplicity. You know, God's actually pure simplicity, but when we say simplicity, it doesn't mean that he's like Forrest Gump, you know. Even though he knows life is like a box of chocolates. But... The point is, in God, there's no complexity. He's pure act. 
he sees everything perfectly and there's no complexity to it. Us, because of our, we have a body that had connected to a soul and a spirit. We have all these complex dynamics, you know, and we do what we don't want to do and don't do what we want to do. Have you experienced that? I, I think so. Well, in God, his will is perfect, eternal, simple. So rejoice and receive everything from God through Mary with pure simplicity. You may not understand it all. Just be as a child. It's for your good. Expect to receive good things from God through Mary. But what it takes is detachment from our own ideas and, and our own thoughts of what we, what, we, what we should receive. To be happy, here's the key to happiness. You should want what you get, not get what you want. Did you hear what I just shared with you? That might be the whole thing for the whole weekend for some of you. You want to be happy? Now, Thomas Aquinas says to be happy, contemplate truth. St. Alphonsus says to be happy, contemplate eternity. So I, I say contemplate eternal truth. But, you know, that's, that's me, Mr. Complicated. How about just want what I get instead of get what I want? Pretty simple. Hard. I want ice cream. The simple and pure of heart know how to see God and then also see Mary present as their mother. And then we should listen to our mother. The third aspect, trust, okay? Now, the missionaries of charity actually followed the little way of St. Therese of the child Jesus and the holy face. And so when they see everywhere you go into one of their tabernacles where they live, they call them tabernacles, not convents. There's a cross and next to the cross, it says, I thirst. And Mary at the foot of the cross responds to that thirst, satiates the thirst through these three things. This is their spirituality. One, loving trust. Loving trust. Two, total surrender. And three, Cheerfulness. That's the summary of all the great spiritualities coming from Jesus himself. We'll hear more about that tomorrow on the Feast of St. Francis. You know, all these, all these days of, of being as a child and loving trust, total surrender, cheerfulness. We can trust God. God is the one who's trustworthy. But Mary's always carrying out the will of God. So you can say, mother, I trust you and lead me. Tell me what to do, Mary. She's always so gentle. The fourth aspect is docility. Kind of relates to teachability, but also putting it into action teachable and acting on it. Let yourself be carried in Mary's arms. The child Jesus was carried in Mary's arms. I mean, if Jesus, who's God, can be carried in Mary's arms, don't you want to be carried in, Ma in, in Mama Mary's arms? Just asking. Mary will lead you and guide you. Place yourself in her arms and, and trust her. Look at the image of, of our, our Lady of Perpetual Help. You know, even there's the image of the child Jesus with the one shoe falling off. It, it shows how Jesus was running to Mary's arms. And there's Michael with the instrument of the spear and the, the gall and, and Gabriel with the instrument of the cross. And uh, Mary would be right there with Jesus at the foot of the cross. Your life is actually a tapestry of Mary's love for you. Of course, it's God's plan. But every person you meet, 
all your circumstances of life, what you're to do, you know, see, see your mother's hands involved. You know how a, a loving mother is involved in their child's life? You know, in a good way, marries that kind of mother. And she'll teach you, don't be afraid of anything. Don't worry. She'll take care of it. Be exteriorly docile to the church. Mary's the mother of the church, and the church herself is a mother. Children are born in the waters of baptism. And interior docility, listen to the voice of Jesus and Mary. Their hearts are united. Yesterday was the first Friday. Today's the first Saturday. I urge you to learn those devotions. I don't have time to go into the elements of both of those. But for nine first Fridays in a row, nine months in a row, the first Friday of the month, come to receive Jesus in the Most Holy Eucharist only if you're in a state of grace. But you also go to confession eight days before or eight days after. All this to make reparation to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. And he has great promises and thrown images of Jesus and Mary in your homes, the United Hearts, and always put Joseph there as well, the Holy Family. But today, the first five Saturdays, you're make, you receive the communion and reparation to her Immaculate Heart. You go to confession and reparation to her Immaculate Heart. You pray five decades of the rosary, making reparation to her Immaculate Heart, and spend 15 minutes on one decade of the rosary, or all 20, making reparation to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. You can read more about that, but for five first Saturdays in a row, you can begin it today if you haven't begun. The fifth aspect is surrender. Surrender. Like I told you, loving trust, total surrender, cheerfulness. Surrender. I'm not talking about surrendering to the enemy. You're going to hear in these conferences, we are the church militant. We are not surrendering to evil ever. And I don't want to give away the whole homily for St. Francis tomorrow. But St. Francis was a man of violence. Say what? Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. He did violence to himself. Violence to our own self-will. Our ego, our pride. That way you can be filled with God. Surrender! Give Mary everything. Belong totally to her, and in that way you'll belong totally to God. Mary wants all your nothingness. Can you accept this? I, I, I ask you, please pray on that. Mary wants all your nothingness. Interesting concept, huh? Give me your nothingness. Mary wants your miseries, your defects, your failures, your limitations, your weaknesses, your inabilities, your wounds, your sufferings, your persecutions, your misunderstandings, your calumnies, so forth, so on. Wow, what a loving mother, huh? Mama wants to take, it, take all the boo-boos away and just kiss them and make it all better. See, I have a brother right here you can hear in the background. He's, he's as a child. He really is. He's, he's, he's a holy brother, and, and he gets it. You know, that's why I'm, I'm so rejoiced, because I can hear the joy. You know, there's the cheerfulness, because he gets it. You know, Ma, Mama Mary. So to be as a child, let's just, you know, five things. Work on one. Take one a month or one a week. Humility or poverty. Simplicity, trust. Docility, surrender. We'll leave it at that. Remember the first nine Fridays of the month. Look online for the promises, all that were give, are given to you. The first five Saturdays of the month. For Our Lady, look at the promises that are given to you. Wear the scapular. Believe in holy water. Believe in the blessed Benedict medals and all the sacramentals, the immaculate uh, one will help you consecrate yourself to Jesus through Mary, wear the miraculous medal, so forth, so on. Become as children. Children don't question gifts. Children rejoice in gifts. God, through Our Lady and the Church, want to give you so many gifts. 
but we just have to become his children. Amen. We now stand and place our prayers and petitions before the throne of God with faith and confidence as we place in the hands of the Blessed Virgin Mary to present to God on our behalf that all of mankind will become as loving, trusting children of God, that the whole world will be baptized into the Catholic faith. We pray to the Lord. For our Holy Father, Pope Francis, and all the leaders of the church, that they become as children, we pray to the Lord. For civic and government leaders, that they become as children of God, we pray to the Lord. For the sick and the suffering, that they may know the closeness of God, as a child would know the closeness of a loving father, in their sickness, we pray to the Lord. Lord for everything in the united hearts of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, everything the Holy Spirit would have us pray for, that the Father's will is accomplished in time and eternity, and for the relief and the release of the holy souls in purgatory, we pray to the Lord. Lord Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of Jesus Christ, your only begotten Son, who reveals to us who you really are, a loving, tender Father full of care and providence. Anoint us in the Holy Spirit to become as true children of yours. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Daily, daily sing to Mary, sing with joy her praises do. All her peace her actions on her with a heart's devotion true. Lost in wandering contemplation, be her majesty confessed. Call her mother, call her virgin, happy mother virgin blessed. She is mighty in her pleading, tender in her loving care, ever watchful, understanding, all our sorrows she will share. Gifts of heaven she has given, noble lady to our race. Heaven's blessings she dispenses on our sinful human race. Sing my tongue the virgin's trophies, who for us her maker bore. For the curse of old inflicted, peace and blessing to restore. Sing in songs of praise unending, call upon her lovingly. Seed of wisdom, gate of heaven, morning star upon the sea. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Receive, O Lord, we ask, the prayers of your people with the sacrificial offerings that through the intercession of Blessed Mary, the mother of your son, no petition may go unanswered 
no request be made in vain. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, and to praise, bless, and glorify your name in veneration of the blessed ever Virgin Mary. For by the overshadowing of the Holy Spirit, she conceived your only begotten Son, and without losing the glory of virginity, brought forth into the world the eternal light, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Through him, the angels praise your majesty, dominions adore, and powers tremble before you. Heaven and the virtues of heaven and the blessed seraphim worship together with exaltation. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in humble praise as we acclaim. Sanctus, Sanctus. Sanctus Dominus Deus Sabaoth, plenis unceliet terra, gloria tua, hosanna in excelsis, benedictus, qui venit in nomine Domini, Hosanna in excelsis. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may be come for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. Mysterium Fidei, Mortem Tuum, Annunciamus Domine, Et Tuum Resurrectionem Confitemur, Donec Venias. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly, we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, and James, our bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. 
Have mercy on us all. We pray that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil, graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Agnus Dei, qui tolis peccata mundi, miserere nobis. Agnus Dei, we told this Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed.
Blessed is the womb of the Virgin Mary, which bore the Son of the Eternal Father. Satisfy the hungry heart with gift of finest wheat. Come give to us, O saving Lord, the bread of life to eat. As when the shepherd calls his sheep, they know and heed his voice. So when you call your family, Lord, we follow and rejoice. You satisfy the hungry heart with gift of finest wheat. Come give to us, O saving Lord, the bread of life to eat. With joyful lips we sing to you our praise and gratitude that you should count us worthy, Lord, to share this heavenly food. You satisfy the hungry heart with gift of finest wheat. Come give to us, O saving Lord, the bread of life to eat. Is not the cup we bless and share the blood of Christ our poured. Do not one cup, one loaf declare our oneness in the Lord. You satisfy the hungry heart with gift of finest wheat. Come give to us, O saving Lord, the bread of life to eat. The mystery of your presence, Lord, 
No more to tongue can tell Whom all the world cannot contain Comes in our hearts to dwell You satisfy the hungry heart With gift of finest wheat Come give to us, O saving Lord The bread of life to eat You give yourself to us, O Lord Then selfless let us be to serve each other in your name in truth and charity you satisfy the hungry heart with gift of finest wheat come give to so saving Lord the bread of life to eat
Let us pray. As we receive the seventy sacraments of the feast, O Lord, your mercy, that we who rejoice in commemorating the Blessed Virgin Mary may, by imitating her, serve worthily the mystery of our redemption. Through Christ our Lord. Sanctus. Go and announce the gospel of the Lord. Saint. Procure Maria, 
show us mercy when we die. Lead us to thy Son on high. Oh, stand beside us, protect and guide us. In death and life, in every strife, Maria. 